If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. Oh, 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 you don't like interruptions. Well, this is a different kind of an interruption. This is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up, support our work here at TRS, and buy a subscription to the show. It's only $10 a month, uh, un- un- unless you're using, like, e-checks. Then there's some extra fees, because that e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. The point is, we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content, uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore if you just do. So go to the right stuff.biz slash paywall, uh, make an order. You can use Z checks. You can mail in a money order. You can use a bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can. Uh, Give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But, yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Daily Show at 1031. This is the good stuff. The right stuff. Jewish apocalypse. I haven't told you that I already had the show title lined up, but I forgot to clip out the clip that I needed to make it happen. I'm going to try to uh, do it live. I'm going to try to do it live. I can unmute this tab. Probably have to wait for our uh, music to end, too. I mean, let's go for a copyright strike. Style. No, it's um, Ulster Scotsman what? style. Ulster Scotsman style. <laughs> <laughs> that's my joke for you. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Ulster Scotsman style. So that's what we're going with today. Ulster Scotsman style. That's my gag for today. That's still, like the most viewed video ever on YouTube. We're, we're gonna get stabbed if this keeps up. Uh, let's see. This says, dude. Everyone guesses it's a gag. This they says, can't take a joke. This says 4.7 billion views on Gangnam Style. 4.7. I know like that had the record for a while, but who knows? I don't know. That's a lot of views. It's quite a few views. Yeah. I'll tell you what. That beat still kind of hits, though. Oh, that's that beat's great. That's that shows how that shows how like how much culture has like stagnated. Where that fucking beat is still hot. And yeah, stuff, it still st- sounds like stuff that comes stuff shit, yeah. stuff comes out that sounds like a like a pale fucking imitation of that yeah. to this day, like ten Speaking years of, later. Of cultural stagnation, yesterday I kept sending Sven clips of the radio that I was listening to in my car. It was the oh. Virgin playlist. Oh, it, it was the local butt rock station. And I'm riding along and I'm listening to it. I'm like, wait a minute, this is the playlist they had back when I was a virgin. That was over twenty years ago. Oh man! <laughs> wow, twenty years ago, literally the yeah. virgin playlist. Did they play that shitty? Did they play that shitty Buck Cherry song? 
Buck Cherry was they a weird play Buck Cherry, but I didn't hear that song that particular day. It was, I mean, Buck Cherry. That was a weird one too because that was what 1998, 1999, and here's this, here's this band that like sounds like they're trying to look and sound like like a new Guns N' Roses, but it's just gay as fuck, and they have one. I like the cocaine. I like the cocaine. It's like what were yeah. they doing? Like, oh even, my god, I remember that. Song. So they had that song Crazy Bitch, and I read an article recently where somebody was talking about how that problematic one. that song was. Crazy bitch. That was just a weird, like, in 1999, the record industry trying to, like, dig back into 80s nostalgia and create a new imitation 80s band. It, just, it was just weird. Like, you, you got a one-hit one wonder out of this. Move on to Trapped. Trapped is your new one-hit wonder after that. <laughs> Headstrong. Headstrong, take you. That fucking shit sucked. That guy became, like, a... That guy became, like, a MAGA dude. And, like, so he's literally... Uh, He's uh, routinely dragged across Twitter for whatever he's up to. I don't remember the story, but there's some controversy well, with him, of course. A lot of, there's there's the odd, funny, off artist from that era that just, like Billy Corgan is probably the most known example that went and became like a MAGA conspiracy theory guy, and oh, like yeah. people. He's like an info warrior. That always yeah. surprised me. That it was Billy Corgan that did that just didn't strike me as the type, especially considering the type of music they were putting out. Yeah. Well, what's funny, well, yeah, I mean, he dated Tequila Tequila and all this stuff, and then, I didn't know about this, but I saw it on Red Letter (laughs) Media. Uh, Um, There's, like, some famous video of him, like, during, like, a musical, during, like, the the bridge part of a song, he steps to the side of the stage and, like, eats a bunch of chips. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, before he goes back and starts singing. He's hungry. And oh, then, dude, it was, it's like, despite all my rage, I'm still so eating that. chips backstage. Or yeah, something right. Like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still eating chips on the stage. Like, hey, I'm fucking hungry. It's really funny, too, because it's got the lights, and you can tell the yeah. light show's going on, and the music. And he's there, he's like... <laughs> like, as long as they weren't hot Cheetos, I mean, he's still he white. A little, he needed some carbs, man. It takes a lot of energy to be out there and perform. You know, you go, you need to carbo load. You know, you run through all your blood sugar, and you need that energy. You do. So, yeah. It's a new album. Didn't even know they had a new album out. It's not Smashing Pumpkin. I mean, what do you do Smashing with Pumpkin the, isn't gonna get back What do you do with a new album? I'm assuming everyone else in that band is a libtard, right? You know what's funny though? Like, I bet that I bet it, like new Smashing Pumpkins music is like way more worthwhile and better than like the new Metallica. But the Metallica thing is getting this the <laughs> amount of press that shit gets just because it's them. Dude, I saw I, I saw millennial bad. I saw millennial woes on Twitter was trying to coin a new vocabulary word for this kind of phenomenon. Let's see if I can find it. Where are you, woes? Hmm. It was like he was taking the words prestige and vestigial, and I came up. I think he came up with prestigial, and he was it was a word for like content that has no business getting any attention other than the prestige of its former of its former peak. It's prestigial. Okay, don't don't we already just call it nostalgia though? Or I mean, but again, but also prestigial. I mean, okay. Well, no, because bad, it's different than it's just nostalgia. Like, it's, it's different than just nostalgia because it has yeah. what he's saying is that the prestige, yeah. the prestige part of the vestigial, the prestige portmento implies like one hundred percent industry support and cultural support by the powers that be in this thing right, carrying right, forward. Right. And that, that's because a good word. It, because of it was always been a prestige act, right? Yeah, and they just want to keep it going. Which is funny because the, the thing the thing to do with a, pre, or a, a prestigial property is to like buy it from its original creator. Uh, and you would think the business decision to buy something like that is to profit off of its 
um, established fan base and nostalgia. Like I get to profit off this now, but instead these companies take them and like, let's destroy them. Let's tell their old fan base to fuck off and let's tr- let's try to create a new, like more Jewish one around it. And it fails. Like that's the, uh, that's like the Disney deal. That's the, uh, Marvel comics and Star Wars and Star Trek and everything mm. else out there. It's a pretty interesting thing. And it, well, so there's, there's another perspective on that though. Yeah. You could say that it's essentially it's a it's a failure of, of mergers and acquisitions. It's yeah. one of the things that can happen. Disney's actually a good example of this. So what was Disney's major cultural product prior to their acquisitions? Princesses. Right? That's what they fucking did. Sure. So internally they had a princess culture and whenever they made acquisitions of other products, really couldn't stop themselves from like implementing that culture with whatever they acquired. Marvel was like really the only thing that kind of kept their hands off of a little bit because it was like well, we, we were trying to market to boys, so let's just uh, let's try to continue marketing. But they couldn't do that forever e- either. Marvel is, just fucking that is one contrary position. It's, it's actually well, Marvel. What is happening is the yeah. Well, the, the Disney Marvel material they at least tried to like keep it for keep it real for a little while. They made comic book. Yep. Hey, it's your worst possible nightmare. It's the sound of Borzoi interrupting whatever wonderful talking point Mike is making right now, interrupting your own train of thought. And you're in this position listening to me right now, well, because you're listening to the free version of this show. You're not even getting all the content, and now you have to listen to me. Is this what you want? Is it really? This is the, You want to hear this? You want to hear me? That just can't possibly be what you want. So if you want to rectify that issue, go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can make one-time donations and get three months, six months, even a year. So why are you doing this to yourself? This has to be especially troubling because I'm not even going to check the audio on how this sounds. So you could also be listening to just terrible audio right now. So why not just stop doing this to yourself and get behind the paywall at the rightstuff.biz slash paywall? movies it was in the later stages where they shifted to let's make this about empowering women and and then it fell it didn't work and people rejected but it while they the were part. making those big screen movies the material in the comic books itself was all like gay and trans shit yeah. it was like off the charts fucking gay yeah. and they like can't sell that crap anymore no. and now the kang dynasty <laughs> apparently <laughs> has um is on hold edit him out because of what happened with that what's that actor's name i forget his name that, nigger mcnigger uh, i don't remember jonathan majors jonathan majors jonathan majors i first thought violence about, domestic like, former like british yes. pm it was, like, or it was australian maybe was jonathan Ma- well, john majors like some you could actually see there. was this there's assault aggravated this with, yes uh, sorry pixar so so disney acquired pixar and there's a guy working pixar okay. who was well respected who yeah, I think he directed Finding Nemo and stuff, and he did John Carter, or not John, what is it? John Carter. John Carter. Okay, I remember John Carter. I actually recommend that movie. That's a good movie. It. I like that movie. It's I don't not, know. not a bad little adaptation. It seems, like, it, but, seems like the, it seems like there was a media campaign to smear that as a bomb before it even came out, and I watched it. Like, yes. That's a pretty good movie. Yes. It was yes. a really it's strange thing. Like, like yeah. Disney's latest uh, Disney's latest franchise failure. They were, they were going to do, like, they wanted to go through the entire, like, John Carter of Mars Saga. Oh, uh, that was right. John was Major was Prime Minister. Was it Burroughs? Edgar Rice Burroughs? Yes, Edgar Rice Burroughs. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was It was, It was. was like there was the, a, a literal intentional thing for Disney to just make this thing bomb. Probably because culturally it was sort of uh, problematic. 
Oh, John yeah. Carter of Mars lead, lead, and lead Tarzan both. Literally a Confederate. <laughs> yeah, better. well, there was a there's all kinds of like implied white supremacy in all of the Burrow stuff. They had to make the film though, but and one of the reasons is like, well, we got this Pixar guy and he's he's a big deal, so we got to let him do it. But then we're, we're going to kneecap it so he doesn't make another one. Yeah, it was very strange because it, it had all the potential to be a big thing, and they just. Well, was it? Well, there's a big pulp thing with the John Carter of Mars stuff and the Tarzans because that Rice Burroughs also did Tarzan, yeah, right? Right. And people have always talked about, not always, but you know, once the race stuff started becoming a thing, like the, how the problematic nature of Tarzan, and then John Carter was a, a Confederate soldier. The whole point of John Carter was a Confederate soldier, and after the war, somehow yeah. gets sucked up to Mars, and it's like some kind of Martian gladiator, and he's banging like Martian women and stuff. So there's like a mighty whitey aspect to all of these Deja stories, Thoris. you know? Oh, it's like the mightiest whitey, and this, yeah. this film was 2009, which is way too close to, to the current era to do that kind of shit. Yeah, I never saw that movie, because even though I kind of liked that stuff when I was a kid, they, had, they hadn't made any comics of it in a long time, but there was these... Um, prestigial uh comics of it when i was a kid and uh they they seem pretty cool they were hard well, to get hands the on it's, it's not like even in 2009 it's not like you had like an existing audience of fans for this that were just like desperate for a movie it was it was an older product though that you mm-hmm. could have you could have marketed it and probably gotten a, a decent following though if you had chosen to do so because they've certainly yeah. done that with a number of films based on uh material from like a century ago so the film was just called John Carter, and it's from 2012. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it was like yeah. that was the other thing. So Disney, I, they had some other film flop that had Mars in the title. They're like, "Well, it's just call it John." Yeah, Carter. I mean, this movie flopped because it probably just fucking sucked. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing about Disney a logging because there's a lot of it is it's a great example of um a discussion going on that proves like if you're not talking about Jews, you're not talking about anything. Yes. You can watch all these people talk talk trash about what's going on with Disney, what's going on with Lucasfilm, what's going on with Marvel, and it's like everybody except for Kathleen Kennedy is just like everyone that's a heavy hitter in this thing is just some kike, then you're wondering like how did you get like are you really qualified to be to have like control creative control over these like billions and billions of dollars worth of intellectual property? Like what are your qualifications? I'm Jewish. That's your well, one of the like, things Kevin Feige, wait, Kevin Feige with like he's how much is Kevin Feige worth? And he's standing there on a stage or he's doing an interview and he's like wearing his suit that I probably can't afford. But he's like topping it off with a baseball hat because he's lost his hair. And he's just, well, he's just one of those guys that wears a baseball hat. He's a he's a this is a this is a major like multi million dollar fucking executive at a gigantic corporation yeah. in the baseball yeah. hat. Oh, he's just just like just one of the guys like, no, he's like fucking he's got like fucking confidence problems because he's lost his hair he can't just be a man who lost his hair and he's just like this this slimy right, looking like jew Alex. yeah right he can't just shave his head and put the gauges in his ears and just like go with it and be like that's my new thing um or uh yeah. there like there was a guy they're talking about john favreau like john favreau is just a greasy kike too like and his partner dave filoni i don't know who dave filoni i don't know who's that a, other who was that other goy actor that wasn't doing john favreau stuff who would be, was like a ma- real masculine vince guy everyone vince vaughn yeah. yeah what happened to him is he still around i don't know i haven't right, seen anything from him 
I mean, last I checked, he everybody was, uh, thought he was like the coolest. Is him and yeah. Mel Gibson were like making faces. Yeah, they were doing Oh shit. man, I have a funny, funny story when I was working. But like, anyway. but like the Dave Filoni guy, like he's stabbing John Favreau in the bag, and they're they're for control of Mandalorian, and it's just like these Jews like squabbling over like one wants to go along, get along, and just do the content. Whoever the other is, like I have an artistic vision, and then it's like Kathleen Kennedy and. These people were, just, and these people are all a logging it. Like they're, you're, they're just missing the entire discussion. Like who are these Jews and right, why are they in right. charge of all this stuff? Like why, you like you're you're having these shit fits over like it's basically they've got another Gamergate on their hands, but nobody wants to call out the Jew in it. And so it's basically it's all these people who's like we just want ethics in like kidult like content programming. Right, right, and they're just they're talking about like you've got the, like this we is just one want that, ethics in in, yeah. in fandom. We we like the funny thing is like, talk, even then they talk about it in even, like free they talk about it in like free market terms. Like why like, would anybody why would anybody go watch the Little Mermaid live remake with uh, with the race swap when you can go watch the Super Mario Brothers movie because it's so good and wholesome. It's like oh it's like nigga, people can go watch both. Like it's not like if you watch if you, like if you watch uh, Super Mario Brothers, it doesn't mean the following weekend you you can't go see Little Mermaid. Yeah, not, not, not people can consume everything. You're doing the other thing, but the thing is that th- there's people like Red Letter Media who actually is sort of on board with like we simply want ethics in our yeah. adult programming. Yes. Um, they don't seem equipped to deal with the Jewish angle. Because I don't think just ignore they it, understand it, or recognize it. So the problem is, though, that for political people who do, who do, or people who are aware of Jews or can know the difference between Jew and a non-Jew, I don't think Red Letter Media, if you were to even mention that some of these people were Jewish, I think they're so admired in '90s liberalism that they would just think that doesn't really matter. That's just a religion. Uh, except they would also well, then know that you. That's you '90s liberalism. Them. '90s liberalism is mad at Jews. It just doesn't know it. 90s right. liberalism is like I'm mad at every one of these big giant comp- these one of these big giant corporations and capital. It's like you're mad at Jews. Just no one told and it was like easier in yeah. the 90s to hide the Jew. One of the issues Jews are having, and this is oh hey guy, Herschel here. Are you listening to a free fag episode of the Daily Shower? Do you need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription? I may be able to help you out. For the very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down yids like me. Why content like ours is getting more popular and this is why also you have people like nathan kaufness coming out there is that like it's really funny like nathan kaufness in trying to in trying to be like a race realist and a jew anti-realist that shit doesn't work like denying jewish power is as lunatic as denying race but jews just their their system they are becoming victims of their own nihilism Nobody will they, – they, they inculcated the, the country with self racial self-hatred for whites, um, uh, all kinds of ethnic tensions, ethnic and racial tensions, sexual tensions, homosexual tensions to the point where the many people think my best bet is to drop out of mainstream society, mm-hmm. to tend to my own garden and yep. keep my head down. Yeah. And when you do that – but when the, most of the people doing that – are members of like your warrior class, like Southern white people, the the, the place you're going to be drawing your best fighters from, 
You can't have an empire. But just even when we go to entertainment, like even there, because the messaging, they have to make sure they control all the messaging. Yeah. So Jews are taking direct control in a way they never have before. So it's even more ridiculous to, to deny Jewish power now. There was a time when you could, they could have white people overseeing their empire in, in the government, in the president, president's cabinet. Like, there have always been some Jews, but there's more than ever now. And I don't think you're going to get – I don't think the number is going to go down. But in entertainment, you know, like I think the reason Alex Kurtzman is, is mad at Terry Metalis <laughs> is not just because he did a popular show and Kurtzman did it, but Metalis is a goy. And and the uh, he's a Jew and he's the one that's that's going to be setting the agenda yeah. for these this fandom, uh, and uh, and yeah. So I mean, it's just We've they don't heard. get like the reason the stuff that you love is garbage <laughs> is Jews. Even if you simply want better adult programming, you should want to get rid of Jews. Because like, well, that's the key to having better adult programming. I mean, first of all, like adult programming, adult programming is a, like a Jewish concept. Like, I don't want adult programming. But if you must, so what's happening here? Is he uh, giving is in? Just, is he being Metallus' own well, show? Well, what's what's happening here is Terry Metallus snuck in a nice what's happening as I was Star Trek Next Generation, and Kurtzman's like, oh, oh, so the fans like something. Oh, I better shit on it. So what, what is I was afraid, so what I was afraid of? He, he, what what? Because that headline seems like he's saying that. Star Trek head willing to give. Star Trek head Alex Kurtzman has responded for fan demand for the continuation of the franchise's 25th century storyline and Star Trek Legacy, saying he's heard fans loud and clear. Anything is possible, he told Fox LA. We've heard the fans loud and clear. There's obviously more story to tell, so we'll see. He doesn't want to do that. He's like, no, we're trying to ruin, we're trying to turn everybody into weird, ironic, like, Gen Z, like, boardroom people. Hi. Cool. Like, that's like, we're doing my gay shit. And this stupid, ju- yeah, this stupid thing, goy. Like, even just, even yeah. just Gene Roddenberry's vision for Star Trek. Yeah. This I, people are gonna annoy. We're always talking about this, but even just Gene Roddenberry's vision for this, like the idea of well, people shouldn't be mad because, like I said, this is this is the new gamergate. The a logging, right. the a logging of these big like blue chip content, content creation quant- companies, content and at like every level, whether it's Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Warhammer, what they've done. I mean, Christ, that's, that's, that's it's the not even, it's not even, not even Tolkien was fucking immune from this stuff. They got a hold of the Tolkien legacy and destroyed it with nigger. Yeah. Like we needed nigger dwarves, we need nigger yeah. elves. It's like, it, and and people are like shy away right. from saying that's the reason it's bad. It's because you don't want to look at nigger dwarves. It's ridiculous, and so this yeah, is the and, new thing. That's one of the problems with the people. People a log it, but they can't get to the point. Right now, Red Letter Media is able to discuss like the actual meaning of Star Trek, etc., and they're correct. And uh, but the thing is, it's not even just the race stuff. It's you're right. It's like Gene Roddenberry's idea is we're going to show an idealistic vision of a society where people are competent and professional adults that don't have a bunch of stupid internal drama that's distracting them from their jobs. They're just good at their jobs. They're competent at maintaining and running the spaceship. They go out and they encounter these issues, right? Um, and, and so he was basically saying... And by the way, the ship's, crew, the ship's crew has members of all nations... conflict. And, has members of all nations and creeds except for a Jew. I don't remember seeing a Jew on the, on the Enterprise crew. Yeah, they've never they've never talked about hmm. Judaism outright on Star Trek. Oh, Leonard Nimoy has talked about Judaism related to Spock, uh, yeah, and space Jews, Vulcan. right? right Vulcans, right. Vulcans, Vulcans are, space are the Jews. Jewish self-insert yeah. Yeah. in in uh, the Star Trek universe. But the thing is this: um, even leaving race and gender and shit like that aside, 
the fact that Alex Kurtzman is presenting like Yas Queens, like in, in the stuff that he runs, the main characters are all like Yas Queen. Mm-hmm. And then like, as you were saying on the Brave New Worlds, like they're like these teenagers. Oh, that's awesome. Science is cool. I yeah. love science. It's awesome. Like they even had fucking Spock say that shit in one of these fucking shows. Oh my God. And it's like, yeah, it was like, I guess they, they put a younger version of Spock into, um, into discovery. And he actually had like a science. I love it. Like he was, he was clearly <laughs> leaving out the word fucking, but like referencing, I fucking love science anyway. Uh, so they want it to be, I fucking love science shit, right? He wants it to be like goofy, multiracial, transgender. I fucking love science shit. And that's not what anybody likes. People hate that shit. And particularly people that liked the old Star Trek hate that shit. And I hate that shit. And I like the old Star Trek. Um, so they can't, though. It's like, no, no. We're trying to program people to be retarded, ironic, homosexual, interracial fucking science lovers. Yeah. And, you know, you can't, you can't get in the way of that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, so Sven was talking about there's like this capitalist discussion going on, like free market capitalist discussion. I was thinking about this this morning yeah. is that oh, capital- you always revert to market ha- capitalism now. always gaslights you into thinking you have personal agency. Yes, yes. And not it's only that, like, but not only that, but it gaslights you into thinking like your personal agency means means something to these people. Like yeah. if you do exercise that's your agency, you're going you're going to do damage to this company. No, you're fucking not. No, because because as we said, Jews are economic central planners, mm-hmm. hedge funds. Hedge funds and investment banks are economic central planners, and if they want something to exist, if the if the public rejects it in large enough numbers that some economic damage is done, Jews can just backfill that with their investment money, and they do. They'll and they'll prop something up so you start liking it. Is InBev out of business yet? I've seen them mm-hmm. do it. Two more weeks till InBev goes out goes under, and there's never there's not another uh, Budweiser product. In the oh, there's, the Budweiser right? shit is over. Like the, you know, it's funny is also like that. That's almost that kind of shit is almost like a gift to conservatives because it gives them something to talk about. Mm-hmm. For like weeks on it, but well, it's like also it, like they, they did suspend the woman behind the campaign. Wow, big victory! Well, okay, but Amazing. so what? So so now, huh. what what happens? Huge. Well, now you right get there. now back. Oh. Now you're back to literally where we were like three weeks ago. <laughs> you know, you know well, you're where like, you were. You were you where we were three weeks ago. Plus, they got away with this like whatever disgusting act that they did in public like it you, is funny where it's two weeks it was two weeks ago see, and there's though. and there's this much more trans acceptance and visibility thanks to bubba you know yeah. it's like you lost one thing i think is funny though is that see you have to see these as long attri- attrition battles right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and and basically frankly the conservative pushback against dylan mulvaney is kind of like analogous to like the ukrainian offensive in like fall of 2022, mm-hmm. they like made a big push. It took back a little bit of territory, but overall, yeah, the long war of grinding attrition continues, and your little regaining of 70 kilometers of territory means this is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz/slash/paywall. You can use crypto, e-checks, mail in a money order. Or even use your credit card on Sven's Odyssey channel. The link will be below in the show notes. That's the right stuff dot biz slash paywall. Nothing. Because you don't have the apparatus to go up against the massive machine that is grinding you down. 
And so that's why the Ukrainians won't win. And that's why conservatives with their 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 sort of strikes back at these one place here, one place there. And Dylan Mulvaney is probably, you know, it's a toxic brand now. Every time that guy gets another endorsement, like the company, like just becomes a shit, like the company just comes under all kinds of fire. So that guy is going to have to probably just retire to the sidelines or maybe not. They'll maybe just keep doing it. Just keep bringing him out. Dylan like, Mulvaney. Yeah, like, Dylan everyone Mulvaney. hates this guy and that's why we keep putting him in front of you. Everybody hates him. Conservatives hate him. So now he's a hero. Like he's, pre- yeah. I guarantee you he's still gonna have a career. He's gonna be all over the place. They're not gonna let that. They don't let. Oh, they things, keep giving him. They, they don't. Keep giving, yeah, they, they don't. Were, he was getting endorsements hot and heavy. They seem to have slowed down because every time he gets one, it creates a big issue. But yeah, they don't retreat right. on this stuff. They shove it down your throat. Like we, you know, you hate this and we do it anyway because fuck you. Because as Alex said, you don't have, you don't have a, yes. agency in capitalism. You, you don't have any effects of your agency. You just lose. And since yeah, this right. is like You're most right. of this is a humiliation ritual, it's like well, humiliation ritual doesn't uh, in, doesn't um, include you jumping up and down, shouting you don't like something, and we stop doing it. You know, sometimes you're it's testing, not even like it's, a humiliation. It's like you're testing. Ritual. It's like they're, you're testing. They're a, creating a new society. Yeah, like they are. They how, are trying. How much? How much of your mental interior has been constructed by capitalist propaganda for marketing uh, types of film, <laughs> entertainment, all of that stuff? How much of that has been artificially constructed? I mean, I think that's the biggest issue for like these Disney A logs, like the things that you're really nostalgic about and you, you that matter to you. I mean, that that was also a type of corporate propaganda of the time. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. And look, there's always going to be like admit that and be like be okay with it and say, all right, yeah, I understand. But you know, it was my childhood. Can't double be nostalgic for that. But I don't think they'll even do that. Well, they want to. They want to. They want to say that there's some kind of like objectively superior thing or something. I, I don't know. My thing is like, look, what you have to understand is this is this is all, frankly, this is all product of power relations, and people in power believe these things and they want to push them. You, as the consumer, are not the one in power. Um, and if you want to change the things boycotts and ground up actions against like just from uh, just as a consumer okay as a consumer you accepting your role as consumer accepting that this is your role you are content consumer and sometimes sometimes you are a a commenter on content you 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 do meta content on content right but nonetheless that is still the role that you fully accept and embrace and when you fully accept and embrace that role you will never change anything you will never change anything as capitalist consumer, like as the, if that's your grind set, like you're not going anywhere. You're not going to change anything. You're so a, uh, you need the mindset of like you're no, logging without. We're going to like destroy these companies. No, and you don't get to do that. You get to, you're doing a logging without the eventual downfall of the of the target. Like they just keep beating. Right. Them. The idea is like we want to push They're them to make you. things that we like, like what we liked when we were kids. And frankly, for them. They're like, yeah, but you had no input into what we pushed on you when you were a kid either. Exactly. You exactly. liked it when you were a kid because I you were a, a kid. I have a great nostalgia for Transformers, but in the 1980s, that was the most aggressive corporate propagandizing of youth to ever exist. Like they were, was, they were running cartoon shows that were interrupted with commercials for the things in the cartoon. Well, right. the cartoon and that was, was a commercial. That was a particularly <laughs> money-making <laughs> like, thing they did in the 80s. Yeah. And what's funny is. A lot of times the plea that you get, and not oftentimes, almost always, what you get from the right wing, the the conservatives or even just like, you know, uh, uh, kid old A-logs is like, why don't these companies just want to make money? Mm. 
And it's like, see, because they make money. One, they make, <laughs> they but they're like, make can money. we stop with the social messaging and we can, we just go back to making profits. That's the message of well, that, um, Indian guy who's looking for Republican clout. Uh, remember he was going to do like the anti-woke capital oh, yeah, investment yeah, yeah. firm or something. Mm-hmm. Remember, I forget the guy. Maybe people subconsciously or implicitly get it. Cause you know, fan service is used as a pejorative. Right. Even though mm. technically what it means is, is the company giving the fans what they want. It's like, but no, 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 they're not supposed to do that. They're supposed to propagandize me and brainwash me and, and induce me to like things. They're well, the idea behind just... fan service <laughs> is that, like, you're supposed to actually be creative. <laughs> I think I think the critique of this is fan service is not – it's like you, you're supposed to actually do something creative, which not means... just give me, like, pulp well, yeah, which... crap. Yet again, but, it puts to, to the lie this whole idea that, that people with libertarian leanings seem to have, which is that the free market works by responding to you. No. Right, it creates exactly. things, and then it induces right. you to like those things. Mm-hmm. Right, because you didn't it's, it's like, like – Yeah. Now, there might be some inherent psychological issues like when you're a little kid, you probably as a little boy – like pictures of brightly colored robots, probably for some innate reason, you're gonna be like, "Whoa, that's fucking awesome!" Like I know that was what I was like, right? Like brightly colored, like like bright colored robots and like superheroes. Like I just inherently was drawn to that. I thought that looked cool. Yeah, I, I liked there's, it. Right? There's something in the genetic code. But, 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 but so what though? Because a, overall, a robot though, with guns is never not gonna be cool, <laughs> right? So overall, <laughs> overall, then it's like, all right. So the thing is, yeah, you never had. You didn't. The things you like now were not the result of you telling Disney what you wanted and then giving it to you. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. So so from their perspective, from the perspective of Disney and these companies, like we don't actually do that. We just put things out and we kind of tell people what to like. And yeah, we're getting pushback because what and from their perspective, it's not it's like they don't like there's some people that want the stuff we put out to be the same as stuff we put out 30, 40 years ago. Well, we're just not going to do that. But like I said, the other thing that I find so pathetic about it is the total acceptance of these people as consumers. Their acceptance that that's their role. I like that's that kind of the difference uh, in our way of looking at it. It's like, no, no, no. I, can say, I see myself as somebody who wants to destroy these institutions, take over this country, become its government, and destroy those institutions that I hate. Well, one of the things that they will try to do, because I've seen this in these circles, like the videos that been, I guess, has been watching lately, some of these people will try to form like their own comic book company, their own whatever <laughs> Never people. Or, and I'm like, now you're failing to understand that they literally will not let you create certain kinds of alternative products. Yeah, you don't just get even to, if you want it. You don't just get to make better well, content and, and, and have success. They have to get there's behind you, and they're not going to get behind you. One you're not is part that of the... oftentimes people that do that put out crap. Yes, that's the remember Vox Day's comic <laughs> book company. Yep. Did you ever see some of the stuff that they had created? No, I'm, it was you? legitimately awful. One of their heroes, one of the superheroes they created, was like a chick. And like cut off like Daisy. Hey everybody, Jordan Peterson here. I wrote a book about 12 rules for how to live your life. And I have a 13th rule for you. Subscribe to TRS. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your needs. Dukes and like Confederate flag bikini top who is like some kind of superhero and like anti-woke superhero and. Yeah. Or heroin, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, because now you're just doing. And I'm like, okay, so this is just stupid. This and, and it's, just, it's like actually heroin. objectively of a lower quality than the stuff put out by the big pros. Because you don't have, you could have a creative impulse to create a product 
an idea, like a story or something that runs against the grain of popular culture. But that would be separate from you then intentionally trying to build that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's a, there's a kind of um, try-hardness to it. Yes, yeah. Which is not to say that, like, alternative subcultures of arts, because one of the things we are trying to do is create an artistic, uh, creative subculture in our own thing. But that's different than just, like, taking things to trigger the libs. Basically, Box Day's thing, also Box Day isn't creating a subculture. He's not building a community of people. He's just he's just a logging stuff, and then he's like, "Here is something I put out, and it's complete garbage." Also, Box today just isn't very smart or talented, so there's that problem too. Um, you know, that's the other issue with him. That's kind of the fundamental issue, really, I guess. But uh, yeah. Anyway, this is sort of my reaction, though. I mean, this is this is what you have to understand. This right here. Do you realize the rest of the world laughs at us? You realize the Russians think we're all faggots? Do you realize most of the Eastern Bloc countries think we're faggots? Who's this? Because we are! Because we are. <laughs> we're an embarrassment to humanity! <laughs> Who is that? I don't know. That's like some grifter. That's like some grifter that sells like self help. Uh, like how to get rich quick crap, but he goes out there by doing like the he does like the tough mindset like bootstrap yourself stuff, but he's going even harder now, which is sort of funny because or even like the self help make bootstrap yourself grifters that sell like self help make money quick packages have to out actually make these kinds of political statements now to to seem like hard and impressive. It's interesting. So I'm gone a long way from like Don Lapree, uh, and and uh, you know that kind of stuff. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we, we can only say this point so many times. There's a certain patheticness to, like, I just want my old Disney, uh, my old Marvel comics. I don't want as much trans. And, and the other thing is a lot of times these people are too pussy to even name the thing that they don't want. I mean, that's why the word woke is so convenient to them. Like, we always say woke means anti-white. But there's, a, there's other concepts. There's also pushing tranny stuff, right? You could, well, I have, uh... So there, there's some sexual stuff. But they won't even say. They won't even say we want less black people and fags in the content we consume. Yeah, they, it's it's and it's in the premise when they complain about a race swap. It's like no one has ever swapped from something else to white, so it's not race swapping that's bothering you. It's white. It's erasure. white erasure, right? Like if if race swapping was an issue, they wouldn't be looking for the most Polynesian looking actor they could find to be in the Lilo and Stitch movies. That they're going right. to make like they like you go, why not have a I don't know pick a white actress I honestly don't know any fucking current actresses to like name well, how about the girl from Harry Potter make her be Lilo make her be the big sister she's like thirty years old now but well, she could be the big sister <laughs> I just I don't know just like, like yeah. if there was a race swapping issue then well there's no more like of those Dakota Fanning type like young blonde white child stars like she's also like 30 years old now no remember when the remember when yeah. the little girl in in that Wolverine movie was supposed to be a big deal the little spick Wolverine clone that's the other thing, that's never gonna I don't even happen. know what happened those to her gonna... but like I don't think she, was she ever in anything ever again she'll probably maybe show up again turn uh, up let's again. look that up Logan film what was that little broad's name uh, she's not even well, the other the thing first... is them trying to – if they were to try to um, meme like a like a mystery meme child star, I don't think it would go anywhere because people just aren't that – one, they can't create a mass culture anymore. That's Daphne one thing that they Daphne Fernandez. To do. 
one thing they've managed to do by splintering this country so much is there is no mass culture anymore. Yeah. And another thing what they're doing, here's what I'll tell you is actually going on in these boardrooms of these companies is when white men in their 40s and sometimes 50s, older white men, middle age and later white men who are still kiddos consuming this content, make YouTube videos and Reddit posts or whatever complaining about these products legitimately in these boardrooms it's not just that these jews are sitting there rubbing hands saying oh ha 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 we're going to genocide these people that might be going on another thing is they have a lot of internal literature and reports and propaganda distributed amongst themselves and we've gotten our hands on some of this material and shown it to people over the years that literally tell them tell these people that do marketing tell these people that work in these companies your new demographic is young and non-white and gay. We have the research. People under 30 are like this. This is what they're going to want. So they start creating that stuff. And, and, and now that stuff is put out by Jewish organizations and things, and they're gaslighting themselves internally, or they're, they're building their own internal narrative. So they're pretty impervious to critiques from 50-year-old white men. Yeah. Because they're like, you're not our demographic anyway. You're not the future. You're the past. Here's the future. The future is young, brown, and gay. And they have all kinds of materials that tell them this. We've shown some of them on the show. They tell this to, like, even smaller businesses. They have, they have like, prospectuses and, and market research and shit that they show. And, and, they they, also, and, they, and they'll tell you this is, a, this is a group that demands a different type of product. They have all this kind of material that circulates and they tell each other this. So they just don't give a shit. And they, they don't also, care. And they also realize, like, you, the 30-something-year-old white straight kiddle, you, like, went to it anyway. You still consumed it. You still bought. You complained about it, but you still... Right. So, like, they can just take that for granted. Like, oh, all these, all these, uh, all these, uh, old guard fascist white men, like, they're gonna, they're gonna watch it anyway so they can make their content about it on YouTube. You know, what's funny, it's like the, the, um, uh, the, uh, the idea of like, um, shit, I just, oh, the idea of like no such thing as bad press, right? Yeah. Um, that actually kind of applies much more to like Disney than it does to like you, the individual. And I was thinking about it because um, I think like you know my dog bit me yesterday, and uh, no, listen, this, listen, this, listen, this, seriously, listen, this. All right. And uh, and and I saw so I you know I was sitting on the bed, I was petting him, and he had a little freak guy bit me on. The, it wasn't a big deal; it was a tiny little he was like, you know, ten pound dog, whatever. And so I was like, hey, get off the bed, you know. Yeah, I was like, bad, don't do that again. And I was told, don't do that. When a dog does something bad, you're supposed to just ignore it. You're not actually supposed to yell at them because that to them seems like the same reward as the attention that they want. So what you're supposed to do is like ignore them. And I'm like, so if you, these people are like yelling at the, it's like Disney bit me and I yelled at it that it's bad. And it's like, they just like the attention. Do you want to, uh, you want to look at some examples so, of, you know, people that don't, that don't know the argument? Or they argue wrong. I love Disney content. isn't going to change it either, but you should ignore it for your own health. Yeah. So I, I happened upon this tweet last week. I've, we've not gotten around to it yet, but it's it, it's related to these people who just don't know who they're arguing against. It's a it's an anonymous. Remember when? Remember anonymous? We're oh, yeah. coming. We never forget. Yeah. Like like you're just yeah. shit lives. 
They're like they were, I think they're just, just Jews. Yeah, they're just Jewy shit. Like they were supposed to be this. Like we're anarchist. We're not. You know, they're not supposed well, to be part of it. Well, their initial target was like Scientology. Oh, hi guys. Here's another pre-recorded interruption. Not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you. We need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at therightstuff.biz/paywall. You can use money orders. You can use crypto. You can use e-checks. You can even go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around the Jews' uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. Which has been a Jewish bugaboo for a long time. Well, they, time, they were yeah. spo- they were supposed to be the, they were supposed to be this epox on both your houses. We don't do this partisanship, but they're just totally one hundred percent partisan these yeah. days. So, yeah. so here you go. This is Anon's Anon Ops United. Very edgy. No Republicans language because the GOP and their minions use select terms to manipulate their followers. It's on purpose, and soon if we don't stand up, there will be no one left to speak. So then they've got this list of, I don't know where the screenshot came from. Republicans don't say they hate gay people. They say groomers. They say pedophiles. Republicans don't say they hate Jews. They say Soros. They say New World Order. (laughs) Republicans don't say they hate black people. They say thugs. They say looters. I mean, first of all, it's like, Republicans don't hate these people. They say, please come be a spokesman for us. Republicans don't say they hate Hispanic people. They say illegals. They say animals. Republicans don't say they hate women. They say sluts. They say femoids. That one's actually kind of... Those aren't Republicans that say that. The Republicans don't say they hate democracy. They say cancel woke. They say radical left. (laughs) It's like everybody just missing the point. Like, this is a retarded slap fight. This is just... Well, here's my thing, though. If we go down this list, yeah, but, the, but Republicans just say stuff. That's what well, the, Republicans the don't. Stuff. Republicans say stuff to avoid saying the issue. Like Republicans don't hate gays, yeah. so they don't say they hate gays. They just say they hate groomers. They love. We love our conservative trans against grooming. We love our gays against groomers group. We love you know the, this stuff. I could I could like unpack this stuff and discuss it for hours. Like yeah, it's so it's interesting. Great. It's like what really is going on? Like this is something. Is it like I would say there's also some differences there. Like I think. It's quite understood. Groomers and pedophiles are euphemisms, even by the people that say it, for faggots. But they know they can't say faggots. Right, but, they're afraid of it. But the Why term, are they afraid of saying it? Because here's my thing. Here's the issue that for the for the anarchists. Why are they afraid of saying it? Mm-hmm. The anarchists actually can't answer that question. Now, with well, the Jews, truth is, if Republicans actually said we hate gays, we want to end gayness, they would probably have a that would be a popular message. Like you said, everybody wants fags yes. out beer. Like, that would yes. work. So, so, like, so the question is, like, why aren't they doing that? If this insidious narrative is so popular in the underground, and why? the question is, why are they not saying it? Why do they instead do like they did with globalists? We talk about groomers, and now the euphemism just becomes groomers, and now you just have fags against groomers. So you've got a fag-infiltrated uh, conservative movement that's not going to do anything about the actual root cause right, of right. the pedophile that, problem, which is gay how acceptance. this works, and that's what... That's what um, the libertarian anarchist, uh, would, anarchist, saying anarchist anymore is silly. They're all just liberals. Yeah, like, just, there's no just, difference. There is no Jewish radical liberals. left anymore. Liberalism has completely converged with what was once the radical left. There is nothing that is like a radical and radical queer anarchist left that is not just the mainstream liberalism now. Okay, you've got, you've achieved that. And it's a, it's a hugely corporatized ideology. You, you can find but, academic leftists discussing this on YouTube. Like uh, Chris Catron talks about it. Uh, uh, Sublation Media talks about this kind of shit all the time. 
What and there's no there's no more radical left. There is no more like like revolutionary potential in the left. No, because it because it's because they've because they're in they're completely glad you know, they can't, even they can't tell you exactly way. why though. Because there recently there was a Boca Raton woman, right? The the feds were calling her because they thought maybe she w- did the January sixth protest, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Fuck you! I'll shoot you if you come to my house." That's something to th- to that effect, right? And they so came to course, her house. They came to her house and arrested her for, for right. threatening them. And I'm reading the comments on the article about this, where the, where the federal agents arrested a 61-year-old woman for popping off like, on, on the telephone, right? And the, li- the libtards and the Democrats in the comments are loving it. They're loving the fact she got arrested. Absolutely loving it. I'm like, so, Yeah, they don't even see how, how debased so that you're is. Praising they don't even see how degraded that is. Yeah. The secret police for arresting right. an old woman... Who said some shit she was obviously not going to do because they did show up to her house and arrest her. Without She's obviously shot. not actually a threat to the FBI. Right. Remember and when, remember you when fuck you, I won't do what you told me it? was a was a rallying cry? Fuck you, I won't do what you told me. And they're like, ha ha, do what yeah. they tell you. Yeah. And it's well, like, look, this is a very... If she had been a black woman, what would you be saying? I guess the first obvious one, like, okay, they're there roughing up a black woman for exercising her First Amendment right. Like, that's what that's what these robots would be saying. Uh, right, right. And so, but that's that's and that's that's another thing. So them them not understanding, like, this is this is kind of one of the things we do because we know I know there's some leftists that listen to us. Let me explain this to you, how this works. We've been explaining this forever. Jews understand that, generally speaking. Ordinary white people don't like faggots, don't like blacks, and while they don't know they don't like Jews, they don't like the things that Jews do. They don't understand that it's Jews doing it. So I'd say on that list, the only thing that they really, they, that they are truly actually confused about is the Jewish issue. They don't get it. Right. And it's very easy for Jews to confuse them because what they do is they put Jews out in front of things that are in a ineffectual and stupid way striking back at this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so these people are like, well, look, Jews are, are we like Jews. Jews are on our side, and they've they fully absorbed the Jewish stuff, the, the love Jews propaganda. Now, that's that, that's so that's that's how Jews have handled that. Now they genuinely don't actually like gay people, and they understand that these are euphemisms. They genuinely think they don't if the, they'd like to think they like black people, and they like to think that there's two different types. There's the good blacks and the bad blacks. Of course, liberals have drawn. All kinds of uh, barriers around even that kind of talk, like saying that kind of stuff, it doesn't work. You just get in trouble. But then when they say thug, they know they mean black. Mm-hmm. When they, you know, they they get that right. Well, again, looters. Again, it's, they mean but black it's, people uh, looting. But, but when they say thug, when they say thug, like they are leaving the door open for once again. It's like for the non-thuggish black person. So they're eliminating the pre- the premise right, of racism. Right, they're right. saying like you can you can be my black friend as long as you're not a thug. It's like how about how about no. But also, that is that argument? Argument question. where does that argument lead? That argument leads to the accusation of racism. Mm-hmm. Then the defense of, I didn't say black, I'm talking about this individual yeah, I'm not person. Racist. Racism is terrible. Bad. Racism is I awful. Love, you know, and, I would and never. So it gives yeah. them, the, the fact of using the euphemism gives them the Jew-programmed argument to take the more liberal-than-thou position. Which right. is all conservatism is That's these days, more liberal than thou, a more individualist. Basically, they retreat into a further and further mm-hmm. individualist position. Like, uh, I don't see race. I don't care about these things. It's the behaviors. It's 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 things that people do, blah, blah. It's like this. Yeah. And it's just all of that is actually empowering to those groups. Mm-hmm. 
right? Yep. The fact that you can't, you as a group, your group can't be named. And of course, we understand why it is that Jews are very much against the actual people doing the actual bad thing, having the finger pointed at. Well, this is pretty annoying. You don't want to hear my voice. You want to hear uh, Mike finish his thought, huh? But uh, you can't because you don't have a subscription. You should go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Tag it. At them by name and be like, you're doing that. Because when that happens, that's when they get in trouble. So they're very much about like, yeah, we'll, we'll have, and it won't just be us. We'll put all these other little groups down there. And then they won't, people won't be able to say anything bad about them either. I mean, it's a very sophisticated social apparatus that they've created. And it's very resilient. And the only way through it is simply to, to like cut through it and be like, no, no, it's Jews. It's not just George Soros. It's not New World Order. Now, the funny thing is the one thing they're wrong about there is that legitimately, like, say, conservative boomers, they don't understand that George Soros is Jewish. No, they think they he's a Nazi. They don't understand. They think he's a Nazi. They, they think, think he's the a Nazi. World, they think the New World Order is a Nazi. Go listen to fucking Alex Jones with his crackpot schemes yes. about, like, secret yes. secret Nazi homosexuals. Like, are, are they think that America fought Nazi Germany. Spending all these, all these, all this money and lives destroying Europe, and then just became Nazi Germany. Like, why would why would we fight Hitler to just become Nazi? Like, why? They say the Rothschilds are secret Nazis. Yep. I mean, it's fucking retarded, right? So they'll say that like Hit- that. Hitler's entire thing was funded by the Rothschilds. I mean, that's either way. It's either which one are you saying there? The Rothschilds are Nazis, or or or, you know, or Hitler's a Rothschild Jew. It's like that. It's like it's so fucking convoluted and stupid. You know where they get that from? The Nazis kidnapped, or they didn't kidnap. They took into custody Nathan Rothschild, and they just demanded ransom. They got like a bunch of money, and then they released them to whatever other third country or something like that. Based. Yeah. Who's the Nazi? Now? He was in Austria. Uh, I think it was Nathan Rothschild, a big, big, rich Rothschild in Austria. They arrested him, took him into custody, and then they took money from other Rothschilds in other countries to release him out of Austria <laughs> to another country. So that's what it was. That's good that's shit. where that all comes from. That's good stuff. But I'm like, okay, Very that's good. just see to me, that's just smart. <laughs> that's not, yeah, it's getting Rothschild money, but you didn't you're not getting win they're not they're not getting wins out of that you know they they have to ransom their relative back that's just smart anyway um, anyway the, the thing is though what is, what is left left in this country they are reformist at most at absolute most like that's what they want to do they're, they don't yeah and, do and even the radicals can't call for anything but little tweaks in the system here and there because the rest of it is so pleasing to them yeah because they like it they like it Right. Well, it's their play. It's their sandbox, their playground. Yeah. And this is why this goes further to the idea of why any suggestion that the system that has created what we see in America today deserves support in any way, shape or form is wrong. And any suggestion that we should root or we should support or we should act in ways to create a victory for this system against Russia or China is is absurd. It is ridiculous. The last thing this neoliberal world order system that the Jews have created deserves is a victory. The last thing it deserves is to have its biggest international rivals defeated. And I don't care if those international rivals are like Nazis or fascists. Mm-hmm. You, you have to take what's given to you. You know, like it's not ideal. 
fine. But it's also whatever. Who cares about China? Who cares what kind of government China has? I don't. Um, so, but this system has to die. It right. doesn't deserve to live. No. I mean, it's literally... I was, talk, the, I was talking about evil this, monster. I was talking about this yesterday on my show. Like, occasionally when left alone, I sort of circle back to like stuff I don't like from conspiracy stuff. And one of them, I was, I was talking about seed oils again, because if you remember, like the seed oil cause was on American conservative magazine. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. what, like if you're, it's, if you're entangled in that issue, if you are entangled in getting together with your people to like create a lobbying system to go to Washington or to go to your state out your local your, your state's capital and to lobby this stupid system to do something about seed oils in baby formula like you've just wasted how much money and how much time asking the system for a slight reform and the system is still there whether it gives it to you or not. it could choose to either like oh let these people have a win or they could just be like no fuck off it's like you should have been fighting to wreck the system and take it over because even if you get like the over if you get like the FDA to outlaw like using soy bean oil in baby formula. I was like, okay, you could possibly get that. You could, like, but I, but the point is like, but the point is like, do you still have Daryl Brooks? Do you still have right. Andrew it's Lester? Like, yeah, do you yeah, still yeah, have you like you still the have Ukrainian war? Right? Do you still have all this fucking all the other bullshit? Like what then? Like you you've just basically if you get this small concession from the system, like what, what, okay, now what? You still, you still What's have to even funnier is that oftentimes what I saw in the in the seed oil uh, areas wasn't even that because these people generally are so toxic they can't even work together to do to do that. Then um, there might be some group that exists to mm-hmm. lobby against something like that, like seed oil and baby formula or something. But it's probably a leftover like libtarded group from like ten years ago, and they might get it because those kinds of things aren't imperative. That's one of the other things with the, with that kind of stuff. Seed oil posting, seed oil, people with that kind of those this kind of alternative health lifestyle views, that is an integral part because the the fundamental viewpoint of all of that stuff is inherently liberal. It's inherently capitalistic and liberal. It's simply saying I want a different type of product. And in fact, it is true that there will then be a provider that will come in to provide you that product. And there'll probably be a snake oil salesman. You're going to buy snake oil instead of seed oil. <laughs> but like, um, so, so like that is, cause again, that's the, that's you accepting your role as consumer and trying to make political action about individual consumer choices. And there is so much Jewish propaganda and so much capitalist propaganda and so much fundamental capitalist wiring of your brain that it seems plausible to you because you have been brought up in a individualist capitalistic Jewish system where the idea if you don't like X, then do something Y, and somebody will make it available to you for money. And that way, that way they'll make money and everybody's happy. And that's why when the, the system betrays individualist capitalists... If you're hearing my voice right now, something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. Unless this is just how you want to live. Who am I to tell people to stop listening to free content that's constantly interrupted, that has to deal with my voice... And whatever audio quality this is going to come out in, who am I to tell people that they should be getting behind the paywall at the right stuff dot biz slash paywall? Especially if they're not white, which I assume that's what, what you probably are. If you're hearing my voice right now, this is that's just that's just my assumption. I could be wrong, but I mean, if you're not white legally, you do have to tell me that you're not white. This is 
I told Sven that I'd I'd record some commercials for him, and at first I thought I was going to put some effort into it, but then I realized, why don't I just ramble in the dumbest way possible and force you to listen to it? Because that's what you're doing right now. You are listening to this. What it, Mike was probably saying something very interesting, something very insightful, and now you're listening to me. Is this really what you want? Is this is this how you want to live? Do you want to be non-white? Because again, that's I just assume that's what you are. You could always fix that. You could rectify this problem by going to the right stuff that biz slash paywall and getting yourself a subscription, and then you'll never have to hear me again, you know, unless I'm filling it or something. Liberalism by forcing things on people, monopolizing stuff, and forcing things on people that they don't like, they get angry, but they're powerless. Because you've accepted the position. You're powerless because you've been over there hammering your keyboard in the comment section and clicking the dislike button thinking it's going to accomplish something. And they told – here's the thing. They told you that the consumer had power, but it doesn't. They don't. The consumer doesn't have power. That's the point. Well, I was more so coming – So I was, you're continually dumbfounded. I was more coming from it – coming at it from the perspective of like this – Reform action versus revolutionary action. Yeah. Like what is like you're ask you're asking for a long slog for a minor reform. Right, right. And, and, and it's, again, the, the that's, sort, that's, that's sort point of, to make though is that like there are ways to, to impact the system and change it, but it's only on things that are generally this it doesn't care about. Like it doesn't really care about seed oils. Right? Like it, the reason seed oils, soy and corn have become ubiquitous is because it's very easy and cheap to plant them. Mm-hmm. But if there was enough, if there was some group that was able to exert pressure to say we want some food product composed of a different thing, they don't object to that. They don't. That is not something this system is going to fight you on because they just don't care. You might go up against some big company. So what? Like Archer Daniels Midland wants to do corn syrup. They're going to do it just because they're big because that's cheap. It's easy. It's, there's no ideological component to that stuff. The thing you're going to run onto a brick wall is when you are going up against the ideological system things like the transgender and the race stuff, the anti-white stuff, the Jewish stuff. On those fronts is where you're going to hit a brick wall or you're going to you're going to be in for a real struggle and you're going to get a response like a, a, an overwhelming response. So but my thing is, it doesn't matter. We have to do that anyway. That's just that's the relevant I got a question here. I was, I was looking to see if anybody has capitalized on creating seed oil free products. Of course they have. Fi- I wasn't able to find any right off the no, bat. What the, I did the, find. The baby formula, part of the baby formula issue is like you're just not allowed to. There's, it's FDA regulations. Like you must have seed oil in your baby formula. Well, here's the, the thing that really I don't understand this. Um, I see cold pressed black seed oil, and this is from like superfoods.com. It looks like people are using seed oil as a supplement, like as some sort of health food. Look, that's I don't I'm, know anything I'm, about right. this crap. I'm confused now. Right. I thought the point was, was I wasn't trying to bring up seed oil. I was trying to bring up reform versus. I know. Well, I love, I, I, well seed oil posting is just generally the thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but 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 the thing I'm taking is not just reform versus real change. Is that like that kind of thing is not a live or die issue for this system. They don't really care about it. Right. That's right. Like, I mean, there may be, they prefer well, the, the, the types of distribution the, the, and food production they've created, but that you would talk about this to say, Oh, look, the system has convinced you that the best way to achieve your goal is to go and participate in the system, which it has rigged. 
Right. That's kind of my point. Funny how that works. That's kind of my point is like the, the, the acceptance of you as the consumer, your acceptance as consumer and the idea of consumer choices as what hurts like, oh, I'm not going to buy this. Instead, I'm going to buy this boutique, uh, locally produced version of it, which is ex- not having one kind of thing in it. It's like, yeah, that, that's irrelevant. They don't care. Literally. And that's that's how this usually works. It's not that you lobby them to um, to change this or that. It's that like uh, somebody locally makes something in a much more cost intensive way and a much more expensive way. And you buy that instead. And they're like, OK, good, fine. Literally no nothing wrong with that. You know, but then you get the people who are like, oh, I want to eat raw milk. And then it just becomes a thing. It's like none of that matters. You, you can make all your your independent consumer choices. Now, what you wouldn't be allowed to do is say, you know what? I want to restructure the entire <sighs> agricultural system. I want to subsidize small farming. and I want to break up these many <gasps> corporations. And I want to confiscate all that land that they've got. And I want to parcel that out and make make it available to small farmers. Wow. Well, yeah, I want to fundamentally Enjoy being a Nazi. the economy of this country to not be run in, in this Jewish monopolistic neoliberal way. Like, you know, we, we, we want a different outcome. We want to take, we want to direct investment in a different way and structure uh, the production of this country in a different way because we want a different outcome. We don't want this deracinated corporatism. We don't want to hollow out the middle of the country. We don't want to have no physical plant in our country. You know, we want, we don't want to have uh, massive corporate farms with filled with beaners in our country. Right. Like that's that we don't want that stuff. So we should, we want to structure the economy differently in order to do that. We have to have the power of the state behind us. That's it. That's all it is. So, yeah, I mean, again, the the conservative mindset in many ways is like a consumerist is just like not not even like consumerist. Like I want to get a lot of things, but just like the idea that that's how you you vote with your dollar. You vote with your feet. You know, that's that's their that's their viewpoint. That's their. And when it comes down to it, that's quite often their their big objection to um, to our kind of politics Uh, and, and. Many conservatives are just hopeless because they have been programmed in an individualistic, capitalistic mindset. And their objections oftentimes to big time corporate, you know, left wing political stuff is they're like you're betraying your role. You're supposed to be a political distributor of product based on desires of product consumer. And it's like that's just an erroneous way of looking at it. That's not what they are. That's not how this works. This is a power system that produces the outcomes it wants based on the ideas and viewpoints of the people in charge of it. And that's how any system is going to work, whether it's a Chinese Communist Party (laughs) or whether it's American neoliberal capitalism. That's what it is. And if you want to take it over and change it, if you want to change it, you have to literally remove those people from power. And that's a very difficult thing to do. Don't get me wrong. It might not even work, but it doesn't matter because – what else are you going to do? That's my view. That's what people are like, what's gonna, your strategy? I'm, gonna, I'm like, our strategy is to get big and take over the government. No, but I want to know. That's my strat. That's literally my strategy. Do you want to help? No. And if I don't, if I can't do it, then so be it. That I have free choice, and that way I don't actually do anything. Oh yeah, choice. no, yeah, that's the thing. That, that's one of my most annoying nitpicks. With like, is is oftentimes we'll get people that come to us. And they'll ask these type of questions, and it always feels 
kind of passive aggressive. It feels like it feels like it's some kind of shit test or some kind of thing. Like, and then and then these people are like, um, the, the questions are structured in such a way that it's like I need to prove myself to them, then they'll join. But no, no, no. I, I get that you want to know what we're about. Here's what we're about. You can join or not. Like, I'm not I'm not going to like overly appeal just to you or or change things just for you, um, because this is what we've decided we're doing, and and many many people are getting on board anyway. And so the idea that we need to cater to every little particularistic choice is just antithetical to what we're doing. And if we were to do that, then we would be popular with nobody. So, you know. Wait, what? Mike was going to say what? Did we all miss that? Is that because this is the free fag edition? Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. And yeah, what's a, what's the strategy? The strategy is to be active, be out in public, attract more people to join our community, and eventually either take over the government or when the government inevitably collapses, at least have enough of a community that we can create a space for ourselves that nobody can fuck with us. You know, that's ultimately what it is. That's what it is. Be prepared. Literally, everyone talks about prepping. Well, you're not going to prep by having like, you know, 50 years worth of dried food in your basement. Maybe you will. Okay. You, yeah, well, you, you got to prep okay. by having a community is what you got to do. Yeah. You that, will. You will be okay with that. You know, but then you're going to have to have. That's the, the thing with this type of system is it's, it has incentivized you becoming so, so <laughs> isolated from everyone. Yes. Yeah. And, the, and, and that also comes from the fact that the people who are most. Um, Downtrodden in this system are white people that don't live near a lot of other people. So they're inherently like rural white people inherently are already kind of individualistic, kind of ornery and crabby, don't really want to work with others, you know, and, and like the idea of holding up in their own little place with their family and, and shutting out others. I'm like, OK, I get it. That's that Ulster attitude. But like uh, <laughs> that's Ulster grind set. Ulster like, Scotsman style. Ulster grind set. That's like prepping. You know? That's good. But I'm saying like my thing is like but look eventually you want to be part of a nation. You want to be part of a community. And yeah, like Ulster. I get people that are like yeah that's NJP. They're doing us never going to work. Okay fair enough. But what are you doing? Is that going to work? <laughs> Well, you know no, what I mean like no, what, I what, get that no maybe Mike, what we're doing won't work. What they're I don't doing, care. What they're doing is going to work because they're doing nothing. You can't fail and when you're doing. You and can't I guess fail when you're doing nothing. If you do nothing and expect <laughs> nothing, you win every time, right? There you go. Can't possibly fail. So that's my thing. I'm like, yeah, I get it. If you're skeptical about our chances, I'm skeptical about our chances. <laughs> I don't care. There's no other thing to do. What else? Why not just do it anyway? Who cares? There it is. I mean, well, eventually white people will be released from the yoke of Jewish power. I could take hundreds of years. I, I, I think about it as essentially like all other social organizations are failing. And like I was saying about the left, the left doesn't have an alternative. They, they don't have like their own version of the NJP. They're not doing any kind of project like that. Well, no, because no, the like, like, the, left, the left was like to build what's going on right now. Yeah, like, radical, radical leftist like, projects are there was. to suppress white organizing yeah. and that's it. And they only get active on that front. That's it. Like they don't, they don't actually go up against any institution. They, they are go the after. system now. Yeah, they are the system. Now. Yeah, no, they're they're a they're an irregular army for the system. Antifa is an irregular army for the system, and all the other propaganda they have about like LGBT and people of color, it's all about hunting down 
and finding people in their homes that have ideas contrary to this uh, their their viewpoints, right? And that 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 uh, anon anonymous post is is right there just kind of giving it away mm-hmm. and it's like he, here's how you people here's buzzwords that people who feel oppressed and are too afraid to name their enemies are using so here's a good way to identify them is by saying these things so yeah basically the message here is the problem is political so the answer isn't consumerism yeah that's it um and and you know as much as i i I enjoy when i see occasionally you know occasionally these consumerist things like they you got to look at this way look at this way okay mike and rich on red letter media who i personally like them even though they're 90s libtards what happened they a logged the shit out of star trek picard they got what they wanted they got a good season three Are we in any better shape than we were? <laughs> right? In fact, I feel in worse shape because I wanted the content of them A-logging another shitty, awful season of Picard. I wanted another Alex Hurstman season that was just a hot mess creatively and uh, and artistically, just a complete pile of dog shit. And I could watch another three hours of them A-logging it and laugh. Yeah, I now didn't get that. Now Instead, you've got, now I got you've, three hours of them saying, hey, this is pretty good. I'm and like, also, and also you've lost, like, you've also lost, lost a bunch of Trekkies from the revolutionary cause because now they can't point at their favorite thing and say, look what – you can't ever tell them, look what the Jews did to your right. thing. Because it's like, what? Right. They pulled it out They pulled it out of the fire in the end and it was great. They uh, they did the poker right. the poker table scene again. Yeah, they're like, hey, maybe we were going to make it. Yeah. We got a good Star Trek. This was this was anti-accelerationism. It was a brilliant move. Yeah. It's like let's uh let's bring this going in to save it. That way they'll never that way they're not going to ask mm-hmm. like, what happened to Star Trek. What's what is it about Alex Kurtzman and J.J. Abrams that's so similar similarly disgusting? Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. you could, if you're smart, if you're even more fucking. I mean, that's like a shrewd. You can see of that why of why like content a logging really doesn't matter in the long run because then maybe they'll make the concession to you you got it you got your good you got a good star trek season three okay now what i don't know i'll just watch it again i guess I'm just watch it one more time. maybe we get some maybe we get some good star wars soon <laughs> you know what maybe we can pressure them they'll give us another good season we got another good to get star trek legacy wanna, season one that's gonna be good Battlestar Galactica one more time <laughs> dude I'm not gonna lie. I actually like season three of Battlestar Galactica. I like the <laughs> Battlestar Iraq. I actually liked it the first half. No, I remember they ended the Iraqica storyline at the midpoint of the no, season. They went on to a different storyline. I, I like to Battlestar. I, I like Battlestar Galactica. One thing that was totally incredible to me watch. in the Battlestar Iraqica, um, uh, yes. which was part one of season three of that show, that that subplot was that. You know, we, we're we're to believe that the way this this series goes, like all of humanity has been killed except for people aboard like forty or fifty spaceships, right? And so only the people who were in on board ships at the time the planets were destroyed uh, lived, and they created a fleet, and they're trying to make it to a planet to settle and 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 live, right? So they actually get forced down on a planet by the Cylons, and the Cylon occupation government is like policing these humans, right? And there's a point where a dude, and there's only like forty or fifty thousand human beings. There's a point where they had like a police training thing, and these are people who agreed to be part of the Cylon humans that agreed to be part of the Cylon occupation police. 
And this guy does a suicide bomb and kills like 50 of them. I'm like, I don't think you would do that in a situation where the human species is almost completely destroyed that you would just blow up like 50 fellow humans. Like, that's crazy. No, what, what was the commentary there? Why are you killing them? Was this like a anyway. pro Was this like a Palestinian uh, message in there? Was oh, that still absolutely. cool back No, then? it was yeah. totally analogous to Middle East conflicts generally. Mm. Like, these. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, because and then, don't they bring this up in the trial of, of Gaius Baltar where it's like, I did a lot of bad <laughs> things too. I mean, this, this guy, he, was, he had suicide bombers. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if I got that far. Gaius Baltar. I gotta tell you, the Gaius Baltar was one of my favorite characters yeah, in that in that show. He was hilarious, that actor. I hated Oh hi. Here's another interruption that's pre recorded. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support, we need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews. The lady that lived in his head. Gaius. Yes, that was the way that broad was the annoying. way she slowly and bre- and breathily says like Guys, every time she starts talking yeah. to him, I'm like, oh, it just makes me cringe. Like, she was it. like, you know, what's funny is that's why like, I want to rewatch it because I feel like if I were to rewatch it, I would think it was too melodramatic. So even then, it felt a bit. Melodramatic. I don't want to rewatch anything. Everything's terrible. Yeah, I'm sure you would think it was crap. You'd probably also think the uh, subplot with Kara uh, being uh, alogged by the Cylon. <laughs> you know, he like kidnapped her. He, he like kidnapped her because he want. There was a one Cylon who wanted a human to like love him or something like that, and he kidnapped Kara to try and make him or love him or something. I don't know. It was wow. a fucking obnoxious subplot. Incel, yeah. incel subplot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like the incel, incel, incel. I was, I was watching a retrospective. Incel, You want a Cylon assigned wife? Cylon assigned wife. Hey, dude. Cylon to sign wives would be good because the, 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 the Cylon broads were fucking all super hot because they were they part were, robot. Though. That blonde chick different. was fucking hot. Are you kidding Six me? Six was very hot. Yeah. Six, Six was, was a fucking knockout. Like, her name? Yeah, she was literally a model before she got on that show. Yeah, yeah, but she was not a good actress. What's so funny is I remember when they, when they first started that show, there was some producer, probably Jewish in the retrospect, who was saying, like, they were all praising. They were like, yeah, we were surprised by what a good actress she was. You know, like ordinarily, you think if you get assigned to be like the sexy robot on like a sci-fi series, that's like a career-ending move. Like you're never going to get another role. And it's like, well, Tasha looks Yara. like that happened. <laughs> 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 looks like that happened. Yeah. So it turns out playing the sexy robot on a sci-fi show is a career-ending role. You can't you can't come back from that. Even Katie Sackhoff hasn't really done much. Oh no, she did get a good start from that. She bounced around at a lot of things. She was in a, a number Wait, of who's films Katie after Sackhoff? that. She was Starbuck. Oh, she's she in the Mandalorian Starbuck. now. Now, what's, what's oh, okay. funny I guess though? So, is yeah, so she did do that. I think that Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I just don't watch things, the, so I can't say. Maybe actors are in stuff. And I don't that know. was one of the, the early examples of like event television where people would be scheduling like their, yeah. their life around it. Like, oh, I gotta go watch Battlestar Galactica. Really? No, yeah, that was a thing back then. Well, uh, I know it was a thing, where, but I thought that was just something people did because shows were on at a time, and that's when you. The, the, that show, it in the, uh, in the retrospective, they point out that it it did much better than they expected because they did like the first uh, episode and it got like two million and some views. And like you got to remember, well, they put the first episode that, on NBC, if I recall. Like they did like an NBC push. It was like after did they they premiered that show like after the fucking Super Bowl one year, didn't they? Or after some major sporting event? Tune on tune in NBC for the premiere of Battlestar Galactica. I don't, That's I don't what I remember happening, and then they I moved to the Sci-Fi that, Channel. Um, <clears throat> Battlestar was like uh, they couldn't sell it to a network, and then Sci-Fi 
picked it up. And yeah. before that, all the sci-fi stuff was like sci-fi network was Stargate SG One, right? Well, so stuff, when you go from like Stargate SG One to that, like there's a big jump. Oh yeah, no, it was it was so, like the biggest thing on sci-fi for yeah. sure. It was like their biggest hit. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it it had an impact. I think it's probably one of the reasons we got stuff like The Walking Dead. It's like a significantly bigger show than the original Battlestar Galactica, which was actually fucking trash. That's right. That was the other thing is it was telling a serialized story instead of just yeah. doing like one-off episodes. Yeah, and and I, um, I also thought it was really funny. I was watching the retrospective, and apparently they didn't want to use costumed Cylons. They wanted to use CGI because the, the costumes would look fake. I'm like, bruh, that's CGI. Mm. Well, what's funny really- is that they in the original <laughs> in the original Battlestar, which is a really bad show. Yeah. Um, the Cylons look like toasters, and they would call them toasters. <laughs> yeah, the toasters. And they were calling them toasters in the new one as yep. like an homage to the mm-hmm, previous mm-hmm. one, but they were like the reason is just because they're part robot, not because they look like toasters. Right, right, anyway, right. What? there's some uh, there's some casual racism happening on Twitter. Uh-oh. Oh, I like to see that football Twitter. So I guess this is a. I don't. I don't like casual races, Mike Professor. Oh, because Stacey Abrams is now playing for the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good right here. <laughs> He's got a point. Her teeth are worse though. He looks like he had the dental work done. <laughs> you know what? You know what about who is this guy? You know, he was know, great in Star Trek Discovery season four. Oh yeah, yeah, he was. In that too. Yeah. yeah, he was great as the president of the Federation. Well, I just noticed his like really shiny like purple shirt here. What the fuck is going on with that? Well, that's just nigger dressing like a nigger. Like, that's what they do. Come on, man. We always talk about niggers dressed up for the NFL or the NBA draft. I've never seen, like, a high-gloss dress shirt like that before. That's that's some serious... That's some serious, I've seen that shit. Niggers are always wearing that fancy shit. I mean, I mean... Stacy's outfit is much more reasonable. I mean, it's still, like, the bright fuchsia. Still got that bright purple. But it's, like, at least it's it's matte finished. (laughs) You'll get... You'll get, uh... You'll get old women wearing dressing like that no matter what race, frankly. Oh god, that's funny. Well, I guess you we never should... seen those high gloss dress shirts. I've seen them. I mean, I'm there, I've, you don't usually see them like on TV with somebody with actual like like socioeconomic status wearing it. Usually, it's like it's like broke ass Bro- niggas trying to niggers will wear the most outlandish gaudy. I'm shit, not arguing. No I, matter I, what I just, SES. I was just surprised to see something that like. On, on the draft on draft day, like you don't you ha- you don't even have the contract yet, and you bought that shirt and you're wearing it like big pimpin. Anyway, it's the Friday draft show. day is when these niggers are the most pimpin you'll ever see them. These these niggers in their their draft day. They, I would I want to see like lineups of blacks like uh, like at the NFL draft, like in the NBA draft, like what the suits mm. the shit they're wearing is like fucking. Actually, totally. Like, I don't want to see that. At all. They, I've seen niggers wearing like pink and orange plaid suits and shit, like you know, wild shit. Oh, I gotta talk to my dad. the The Jets traded for uh the Jets the Jets traded for the Machine Elf quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is coming to New York. I don't know if you heard about that. Oh, the Machine Elf. So the, the, oh yeah. The, the DM the DMT and the peyote is gonna be in. Uh, in the, in, yeah, so well, we're gonna be we're gonna Jersey. expect ayahuasca ceremonies yeah, like in like, somewhere in like the Adirondacks. He's gonna live like in like wherever he buys his mansion. I wonder if he's gonna yeah, he's gonna live in New Jersey <laughs> or is he gonna live in Long Island? Like what where is he gonna go and do his uh, ayahuasca? Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. Ayahuasca. What is he gonna do, do like the Catskill or something for that? 
You'll have to have to go like you know. It's a bit of that's too much of a commute to go. See, that's the thing. Like they play in Especially Jersey, your but they, ceremony, but, but I think they yeah. practice in Long Island. I think so. I'm not sure what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Where is he going to live? That's I guess they'll be doing them in the Hamptons. I think there's some woods out there. You can go do your ayahuasca ceremony. People probably do ayahuasca. It'd be cool if he was like. It was cool. Quite like frequently. Anthony still had the compound. He could like show up on compound media and they could do like they could do like based anti-vax posting and take uh, take drugs. Uh, yeah, but I'll together. bet you that that dude is like. Other than that, like a total <laughs> libtard. Yeah, funny. I mean, when you do ayahuasca ceremonies, I find I think I I don't know I just find you fundamentally suspect. So I'm kind of sad, like now that I live in Pennsylvania, like I'm going to miss all the New York media because you know they're going to harass him all season. He's gonna he's gonna be like yeah. he's gonna be in like media hell. They're gonna be bothering him. Oh, there's some there's some pro-vax a logs that yeah. want to continue to a log any yeah. anti any celebrities who are anti-vax that the system has long since made their peace with. They don't care. Yeah, you know they just don't give a shit about it. And so there are some of these lip-hearted a logs. They still want to like a log these people for. I saw, dude, the funniest that, that, thing. Also, dude, that, that was that was a big component though of the left becoming anti-revolutionaries. It was mm-hmm. between Donald Trump. And the COVID vaccine stuff, those were like the two big inciting events. Just turn them into like total janissaries, yeah. total approvers of the system. Turn them into corporate chills. I, I think that I, – I think Donald Trump was more so – and, and yeah. I'll tell you I, this, I think though. he was. I think he If you go up. back and listen to our content Quantum. in 2014, before Donald Trump even came down the escalator at Trump Tower to say he was running and talked about Beaners raping people – um. We were actually discussing this even then. And we were discussing back then the tranny thing and how the tranny thing was going to be their next thing because they had run out. And Alex even wrote a hilarious article, which I wish we could get our hands on these old these old things. I don't know. Maybe somewhere we could find a database of these articles about how like gays had replaced niggers (laughs) as like the new as. And it was really fucking funny. It was highly funny. So uh, we've we've been talking about this particular (laughs) phenomenon. This is not the first time someone has brought up the fact like, hey, revolutionaries, why you keep pretending you're you're rebelling when you're in power now? That's not new. Normie conservatives say this, but the thing is, they don't they don't pretend like they're rebelling anymore. They don't. They they don't. don't Yeah, they used to have have to try to play it off like that. Like, but they still. You still see some of it. Still, people still try to pretend that like this country's run by a a small white supremacist cabal that's holding people of color down. Like, they still do that. Which is increasingly ridiculous. Which is so. That's that's like the plot to the fucking Star Wars movie. Like where somehow the Empire came back, but they were still like the the rebels that were in charge were still the rebels. You're still the resistance. You're not the rebels now. You're the resistance. What are you resisting? Other. You know what's funny. You want to know how bad it is? You want to know how bad it is, though? Um, you know how Atlanta Antifa was attacking that cop cop city, the cop training yeah, program yeah, sure, or whatever, sure. the yeah. compound that they were building? Uh, and some of them were even being charged with like, domestic uh, terrorism. I want to watch Copland yep. now. Well, Tyler Dykes, who's one of the guys who was arrested for carrying a torch in Seville and is uh, actually was denied bond, which is ridiculous because this guy, after Seville... He became a Marine for four years, and he started his own uh, computer business after he got out of the Marines. And he's just living his – like he's just literally being a good boy, getting his life together. Legitimately, he hasn't committed a single other crime, did nothing. And they're keeping him in jail on a six-year-old fucking charge when he's not done a single thing since. It's fucking criminal. So the, the reason they're doing it is a blog post from Atlanta Antifa – suggesting that he was still saying racial things on social media behind closed doors or something like that. 
Okay. That's all they had. Well, and the prosecutor and the judge fucking the prosecutor submitted it and the judge, who's black, accepted it to keep this guy in jail, to deny him bond. It's fucking criminal. So this is an organization that is literally has people in it charged with domestic terrorism for attacking a police training facility. And you are taking their blog editorials about a guy and using that as a legitimate source to keep him in prison. The prosecutor even said it was regrettable that he had to use this, but it's the only thing he had. If that's the only thing you had, maybe you shouldn't do it. Well, we've got prison, we've got political prisoners to railroad here. We can't just consider not doing it. I'm compelled ideologically to try and keep this guy in jail. And in fact, the goal here is to keep him in jail. It's not to keep the it's not to keep the public safe. It's to keep him in jail. And that goal is ideological in nature. I can't really explain right. that. So I'm going to put this forward as like a very flimsy piece of evidence and hope that the judge picks up what I'm putting down, gets that we have an ideological agenda here, and we're both going to fulfill it and fake our way. The one thing I take I take hope in is that they still have to lie. They're- this is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall at rightstuff.biz slash paywall. There are some people that don't lie about the ideological agenda of this system. One of them is Gunther Fellinger. And that's why I want to show a bunch of videos of this guy next hour. hour. So you can see when somebody just goes out there and lays it all out, what this system is about, they sound like a raving fucking lunatic. So that's why this, this, this prosecutor can't say, Your Honor, well, I want to keep this man in jail because he's white. Hmm. Because he's white and he, and he thinks differently than the way we want white people to think. So therefore, he should stay in jail. We no, are... he has to present some kind of flimsy justification still. Right. So, anyway. anyway. Well, let's take a break so we can do that. And I, I, We should have a Merchant Minute coming, too. So I've got to check my email. Uh, so there you go. Be back in a little bit with the uh, Friday Show Beast Show. Oh, I fear Your NPCs, we live in a society. We live in a society. 